Yo, welcome to another episode of the Barber Life Podcast. This is your boy Jake. You can find me on Instagram, Twitter, at Jake underscore cuts underscore fresh, jakecutsfresh.com. Just want to add an upfront in the beginning. I haven't asked anybody to do this yet, but if you're checking this out on any of the, um, like, uh, whether it's Apple or Stitcher or whatever, if you could rate it. Um, actually, I don't even know if you can do that on Stitcher, but I'd love to get some ratings and some reviews, like honest feedback. Like for real, even if you think it sucks, because I want to know. I like, I really, I I believe that, um, you know, honest criticism is invaluable. You know, I, I live off it. So anyway, that's all the housekeeping crap. Uh, I got my man Nick Ski on the line. What's going on, Nick? Yo, man, not much. Just looking forward oh, to this phone call. Yeah, yeah, man. Um, so we've been talking a lot about a lot of different things at, at work. Um. Mainly because I haven't been doing any haircuts. Mainly because I dislocated my shoulder last Friday. Um, today is Thursday. So, I'm talking about a week since I've been able to cut, which has been brutal for me. Um, that's why there was no episode last week. On Monday, I jacked my knee up at the gym. Just nothing out of the ordinary. Just doing regular squats, not even heavy. Something popped in my knee, kind of limped around for a couple of days. Friday... I was at the gym. I just, like, my body's quitting on me, man. <laughs> I ended up dislocating my shoulder at 5 o'clock in the morning, going down the ER, getting it reset. Got kind of healed up by, like, Sunday. Was feeling like at least, at least I could take the sling off from time to time. Went to bed. Put my glasses on the nightstand. Boom! Popped out again. My shoulder pops out again. I got to go to the ER again. Uh, got to get put under again. So I've had a... A strange week, to say the least, man. <laughs> but we've been holding it down. The, the, the shop's been going smooth, thanks to uh, Nick. And uh, my barber's really stepping up and doing that thing. Um, we got a lot of new people at the shop. So what did we hire? One, two, three. Kind of kind of three people around the same time, basically. Yeah. Uh, and so there's that training curve. There's that sort of learning curve and learning how people learn learning what people think they know, what they don't know, uh, this kind of thing. And um, one of the things that's been coming up with one of my guys is, you know, a lot of times, so we're out in the suburbs, many, many white men have no idea how they want their hair cut. That's the fact of life. Um, so dude sits in a chair and he's, yeah, what, what can I do for you today? I don't know, just make it look better. That's kind of hard for a new guy. They don't, they're kind of, they don't want to, Step in, step over lines. They don't want to cut it too short. They don't want to leave it too long. They don't. They don't know, and they don't really know. So the consultation, I guess, is is a whole training we need to do. Um, I, I need to do. I need to get better at understanding where you know if they're struggling with that, that we need to get on it. Um, yeah, so, definitely. I mean, it's also uh, just the lack of experience throws it out there huge too. Oh, big time, and and that's that's everything is the experience level. Yeah, like I keep telling these guys, like. Well, how do I know, you know, how, how am I supposed to know that this hair texture, you do this, and that hair texture, you do that? Like, experience. <laughs> you do it. You just keep learning. You find you find a way to fade that hair. You find a way. You get all your clips out, um, you know. For the new guys out there listening, you know, I tell this to all the new people I hire. At some point, I notice a lot of guys, especially coming out of school, like, tool whores you guys love having mad different clippers and all those different things and you know i'm not i'm not against it 
But I really don't understand how you could gain consistent quality and consistent behaviors using inconsistent tools, constantly using a different tool, um, whether it's the combs or the shears or whatever, you know, especially the clippers. You know, we had a guy there. One week he starts off, he's got the wall seniors. Two days later, he's breaking out the 76ers. Two days later, he's breaking out Magic Clips, cordless. Two days later, he's breaking out the Austin Fast Feed. Like, yo, man, what are you doing? <laughs> what are you doing? Which one's he going to use, man? Oh, I use all of them. No, you don't. Because your fade's coming out crooked, man. Like, things aren't working, you know. Like, you got to figure one out. But anyway, as I'm training this cat, I'm going, hey, you know what? You know what it is? It's like you need to figure out what they have because that's sort of – you need to figure out what they want because you sort of took that oath. There's sort of this unspoken oath when you become a barber that you're going to be in charge of some man's style at some point. You're going to be in charge of how he looks for a wedding, an interview, uh, a christening, a bar mitzvah, uh, a Christmas party, whatever it is. We're responsible for it. What do you think about that, Nick? Yeah, no, that's 100% accurate. I think a lot of people don't realize how much influence they have in someone's life. I'll be going through Instagram and like my man, Dave Treadle, like I cut him up right for his wedding. I've been cutting him for a couple of years now. And like, it's been a year since he got married and I'm getting memories of like him tagging me in this haircut and like the, all those pictures, like he looked so fresh and it was because of me and the, and, and I gave him the haircut that fit him for what he was doing. And it's just, uh, I take full responsibility for that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I mean, at some point, you have to take ownership over how people look when they leave your chair. And when you're new, I understand that that's not – you're still nervous about making sure you don't jack somebody up. Yeah. And once you get past the nervousness, once you get past the, uh, I guess, the the no experience level, when you start getting more experience and realize, you know what? There's really no need to be, for me to be nervous right now. I've been cutting for yeah. this many months, been having some repeat clients. It's going okay. Um, so, well, you know, I think it all goes back to the consultation. Like you say, like once you're, once you're cutting hair for a while, you pick it up. But when you're first starting or at least get out of school and getting into the shop for the first time, like you, you do the consultation, you hear your clients, but you're not listening. When you start listening, they're like, oh, I want to do this. I want to do that. And in your head, you're just thinking like, oh, I'm going to cut this too short and do this. You're not going, Hey, what does this haircut look like in my head? As he's describing it, like. Stop right there. I hear what you're saying here, but that's not going to work with your hair or that'll look good for about three days. And then all of a sudden you're <laughs> going to look like a turkey in the back of your head and being able to like really take care of someone that way, not letting them walk out the door looking like a, like a fool. Right. So how do you get to that point? You know what I'm saying? Like, how do you get to a point where when somebody says, just do whatever you want, you're like, word, like you get excited. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. So, and that happens all the time with me. Eventually, like, someone sits down because obviously no one knows, no one knows what they want for a haircut. You know, their version is short and my version is short. It's totally different. So, what I do is in my head, I imagine what I'm going to do for a haircut. I know that I could rock a ton of different hairstyles in one person. But at first, I find out for them what's important to them, whether it's what they really like and want and what I can work with, like, do something like that or what they really don't like. And once you have that, it's up to you. It's like, all right, I don't like the hard part. I don't like want to comb my hair. I don't want to use gel. Now that you know that, it's like, but I don't care what you do. It's like, all right, well, obviously you care a little bit, but that's fine. <laughs> you can take that and I'm going to make it 
fit exactly what you're into. And you might not hit it 100% at the time, but you're going to get there. Yeah, it's like a puzzle. Like, yeah. Uh, it's like it reminds me of Minesweeper. <laughs> I don't know if uh, oh, all the cats that had had a Windows computer back in the 90s, maybe even the 2000s when you, you had Solitaire and Minesweeper. And you yeah, flip mine, on a thing. Minesweeper like, was wicked whack. It was yeah. like I never knew where the bombs were. Somehow I always clicked on them. I don't even know the purpose of the game. I just remember hitting the bombs. And the <laughs> yeah, all right. So probably bad, bad example. But basically how it is, you just click randomly and you find, okay, there's no bombs here, but there's there's one touching these four bricks right here. So, yeah. Or, or there's, you know, th- this, you know, this, it's empty around these bricks here. So let me, I can tap these ones and you right. just keep tapping away until you, have all the bombs flagged. And that's kind of what you, you know, okay, like you said, all right, what do you want? What do you not want? Do you want to use products? Do you want to comb it? Do you, you know what I mean? Like, And it's all generalities, right? Like, they don't know, like, they know they want to go short. They don't know that they want to do it too with a taper. They just know they want it kind of short and they don't really like a line, but that's all in how, what you listen, when you're listening to them, they'll tell you, I don't right. like this. All right, bam. Here's all these other options I'm going to show you. They're going to look great. Right. And so it is. It's like a level of experience. But I, there's something about this that I just love. Like the idea, once I had it, once I said it out loud, I'm like, I'm writing that down. We're doing a podcast about that. Because I really, you know, we really are in a service industry. You know, it's not about me. It's not about you. It's not about, like, how much money I make. It's not about how many followers on Instagram. It's not about any of that. It's not about winning the trophies. All that stuff's fun. It's wicked fun, and it's extra. And I'm not saying don't do it, because it's dope. Like, you know, I've definitely competed in a bunch of battles. I have not won one. Um, I'm not ashamed of that. It's okay, you know. Um, It's fun, you know. And I've made a lot of money, and that's fun. But it's not what it's about. I don't go in there going, hmm, I need to make – this much money today, I'm just going to, you know, bang out 100 cuts or, you know, it's like, how can I be of service today? How can I make somebody's day better? And then all that other stuff kind of comes. So what's been your experience, you know, around that, basically around, you know? Uh, uh, let's see. I would say, like, coming out of school, the what you see in school whether the way they play it out, this whole like celebrity barber game and stuff, like from the beginning, I wasn't into that. So I'm different than a good amount of dudes that I talk to and stuff. But a lot of I know when I came out and a lot of the other dudes that I've went to school with when they came out, it was let's make this money, let's do this and this. And that was like that for me while I was learning. Like at least the first couple of months, it's like I'm hustling, working as much as I can. And then I started having people repeat coming back to me and I started getting to know them. And that's when stuff mm. changed. When I started getting someone in my chair for like the third time, fourth time, they still come in and all of a sudden they're like, Hey man, how's your girl doing? Or how's this? How's this? And you start to get to know them. You build up like this, like rep with these people. And you know, you all of a sudden you're a part of their life. You know, you know about their kids and this and that. And Maybe six months in, after really starting to be involved in cutting hair and doing at least maybe, I think I was doing maybe 14 cuts a day at that point. I wasn't doing anything crazy. I mean, to me, that was crazy at the time for sure. But, yeah, you know, but now it's like, you know, doing 20 on the Av. But when when I started to have the repeat customers, 
and started realizing that like I'm involved in these dudes' lives. Like, oh, this kid just had his sixth birthday party. Here's the pictures from his birthday parties. This was the haircut you gave him last time. Like, look at all these great pictures. And I'm like, all right, so this is way more than than what I think it is. It's also you know, I'm making these people look good, feel good. Not only that, it's like mm. once you get to know them, you're the person they get to come see every couple of weeks and just download on because they can't go download at people at work. They can't download with their woman at home. I mean, they do. It doesn't <laughs> work out well. That's you know, all point. of a sudden, you, not only are you responsible for how these people look, you know, you, you kind of help them out through the day. Sometimes you say something to them just clicks or vice versa. You can like have something going on whether it's work-wise or mentally at home or whatever that you kind of put away, but when you're at work and then all of a sudden you hear something that someone else is going through and you're like, wow, all right, man, we're all in this. We're in this. Got you, brother. (laughs) You know what I mean? Yeah. And I think I've mentioned it before that we talk, because we talk to so many different people, we gain so many different ideas and perspectives if we're listening, you know, which is, you know, you and I always connected on that, you know, we're, 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 we're there to listen and, 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 uh, and help. So, yeah, I'm listening and I'm catching this this knowledge and I'm like, oh, word. yeah, okay, you know what? Dude, this dude last week was going through something similar. I think we even talked about this in the last time we did a cast together. Um, it's just it's just cool. It's just very cool how things work. Yeah. Uh, you know, um, and now I want to be clear about You're something welcome. too here because I kind of, kind of, little flag just went up for me when we were just talking about that. I want to be clear. It's not all about money. But if you're not making money and you're not making it somewhat about money, then you're an idiot too, right? There's like, there's like, yeah, sort of like duality here. Like, and like Gary Vee always talks about this, like living in the contradiction, like keeping your head in the clouds, working in the, you know, it's, it's very similar to that. It's a duality. Like, it's not all about the money, but money motivates the shit out of me and everybody else. Yeah. yeah, I mean, you got to be careful, you know, like it yeah. can't be the main thing, but it also can't be doing free haircuts and doing $8 haircuts and, you know, giving everybody a free because they had a tough day. And, you know, you can't be doing that either. You got to kind of know your worth and, and know what you're about and provide great value for what you charge. And, uh, you know, so I just want to be clear on that, you know. I think money is a great thing that comes with it. And I'm about the money too. But when you put the money aside and you deal with, the client in itself and the and you're giving more when you give more of yourself whether with the haircut or your advice or just being there in the moment with the person like the money's not an issue all of a sudden you get double the money you probably would have got that you were worrying about yeah uh, when i think the money for me is still big obviously because i i I mean i have my kids my my like fiance like i raised my family on it but when I stopped worrying about it, it just kept coming and I'm having more fun. Just, I can't, I look, I look at my schedule every day. I'm like, sweet. This dude's coming in. This dude's coming in. This dude. Oh, that's someone new. I haven't come before. This dude's yeah. coming in. This dude, ooh, someone new. But it's like, I get like, excited. I'm like, I haven't seen this dude. Oh man. I haven't seen that guy in like three months. I wonder how, like, and yeah. like I just know the money's going to come. I stopped worrying about it. Hell yeah, man. Because yeah. you decided to provide a great service, yeah. <laughs> you know? Did you uh, did you see uh, today at the shop this guy George came in that um I don't know if you remember him but he hasn't been there in like three years probably yeah did Pun used to call him yeah back in yeah the day. exactly I, he looked he looked a little different but uh, I definitely recognized him yeah he's that that dude is a beast man that dude has beaten cancer more than twice I believe I believe wow. he's I believe it's been about three times that That's he's crazy. 
beaten serious cancer. So he's he's a, he's an animal. That's a cat. So he he stopped coming before we were doing online booking. So there was no way I would have his information. I happen to know people that he knows, and I would reach out and check in, see how he's doing. I heard he was sick. He's one of my favorite people. He's such a funny bastard. Everything he says is a joke. He's like he busts balls all day long. He gets all over Brandon for stuff. So it's so funny. <laughs> and then. Um, you know, they those two had a little bit of a falling out <clears throat> over something that I totally understood why. Um, my man was just running late on him every single time, and not like ten minutes late, like an hour late. Yeah, it was getting bad. <clears throat> and once this cat no longer worked there, I wanted to kind of reach out and just apologize. Didn't know how to do that, which is why I freaking love online booking, just to have their information, just to shoot them an email saying, "Hey." Yeah, you know, I understand this one didn't go well today. I'm really sorry if there's anything I can do, blah, 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 whatever it was. Um, so it was good to see him. But he came in today and he was like, he's like, how long's the wait? I'm like, maybe you might want to come back tomorrow. He's like, you know, uh, can I get in with you or Brandon? I'm like, well, uh, we're booked till next week. He's like, what? <laughs> I'm, like, <laughs> I'm like, yeah, that wasn't, that was last time he came. We weren't like that, you know? Yeah. And, and so, <laughs> so. And I wasn't big time in me. There wasn't even that kind of conversation. It was just like, nah, man. And, um, he's like, well, what about? I'm like, I can set you up with one of these guys for tomorrow. And he's like, what about? You can't do nothing today. I'm like, it's. I know it's five o'clock. I know we close in two hours, and you think we have a lot of time, but we don't. Like, we're done. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Um, and he's like, wow. And he's looking around. and goes, how many barbers do you have now? I'm like, we got you got eight. And I was like, eight barbers. <laughs> like, yeah. It's like, I suppose you had three. I'm like, yeah, I know. Yeah he's like jesus man and he's looking around he goes so i can't get in today <laughs> yeah i know it's hard to believe i know you get all these cheers it was very flattering to me in a sense um and it and it was also kind of cool because he knew i wasn't big time and i mean he knew i wasn't like nah man it's not happening peace you know yeah it was like i can do this i can do that i can do all these things but i can't do what you're asking me for you know and uh so that was kind of a cool experience today man you know i you got you got to take care. I guess the ultimate bottom line is you got to take care of people, and and that's that's what happens. I think, you know, I don't know. I haven't been in barber school in seventeen years, so I don't know. But when I go to barber school, and I'm going to be going soon. I'm going to be going to talk. I don't know if I told you that, but I'm going to go speak at uh, Rob Roy, and then I'm going to call up. I'm going to call up a bunch of places, just get some like get my speech put together because I want to yeah. really start educating. Um, but anyway. You know, just go in and it's like, yo, it's not about you. It's just not. It's just not about you. It's about you taking care of people, which in turn brings you great things, and then you can celebrate those things. Yeah, I mean, some people aren't going to figure it out because they're not going to go to the right shop. And kind of gets back to, like, when you're in school, you should be shopping, like, looking for the shop that fits you versus waiting until you get out and get that license and all that. But is I picked the when I picked your shop working for you, you just taught me that the customer came first from the beginning. So, I mean, for me, it seems so normal to like be kissing people's asses all day. And it's not saying that I'm doing that, but like the like the no problem mentality that we bring or that you you had us you have us bring to our clientele is everything. And that's yeah, yeah, that's good. That's good to hear. I, I you know, I gotta, I gotta re, I gotta bring that back in. Yeah, you know, no, the no problem attitude has really gotta, it's really gotta come back to play, man. Um, and not that it's not there, but like I said, we just right. hired basically three new people in the last six months, 
and haven't really had a legitimate team meeting since they all came. So, you know, that's something I got to address and just, you know, it's a no problem thing, man. It's like, I learned that from waiting tables too. Like somebody could just be up your ass rude and it's just like coming at you sideways, calling you all sorts of stuff. And you still got to wait tables. You still got to bring them food. You, you know, you still I mean, got to bring them refills. You still got to do it. Here's the good news. You don't got to hang out with those dicks. No. You don't have to hang out with them. All you got to do is bring a couple things to the table. You got to talk to them probably four more times for the rest of your life. You know, unless they decide they just want to terrorize you and they come in and make sure they sit in your section every time. It's just for maybe 20 minutes you got to actually talk to them. And then you never see them again. So who cares? You say whatever they want. And I, and I kind of gathered that mentality from waiting tables. Yeah. That's the same thing here. You know, it's like, you know, I had a little situation. The guy's getting a little pissed off today. And one of the new guys, he was taking forever. And it's like, I understand. <laughs> you know, in my mind, I'm going, have you, have you seen this cat here before? He's yeah. no. You think he's going to be as fast as my guys that have been here for seven years? Think no. about it. You know, I, I want to say that. You can't say that. No, you I, can't. But I just said, I, I understand. And I actually took the haircut over because I know I can cut the top in two minutes flat right. and, and be done. That's all it really needed to get done. But, well, you know, uh, at the end of the day, it's like, you can say, that dude can say whatever he wants, man. Say yeah. whatever you want. Flip out. It's like, you know, I gave, him a ha- I gave him a handshake. I told him the haircut was on me. I'm sorry for the confusion that, you know, I really, I can tell you're not happy and I'm not cool with that. So, you know, here's a free cut. And um, I hope to see you soon, man. <laughs> you know, and the barber doing it was like, like, oh, that guy was, you know, that guy had a bad answer. Yeah, he did, but who gives a shit? You know what I mean? Like, that's not something you can do. You know, like we have, I had a, we had a situation. You know, I don't even want to call it a situation, but uh, the other day you were gone. It was, uh, I was running the shop. It was Jeff had a guy book an appointment for his son. It just said kid's haircut. He sits him in the chair and uh, this this guy's like, yeah, he wants the Celtics logo and this and that. And Jeff comes up to me. He's like, flustered. I'm like, what's up? And he's like, dude, this guy wants this and this. And, you know, obviously, like, I haven't, we haven't really got to talk to him about the no problem attitude. But it's like, I walk up to him. What's up, man? All right, you wanted the design. No problem. Sorry. We like to book ahead with the designs. You know, not all of us can do it. Blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. What, can we do to, what can we do to settle this? Like, I want you to still get a design. I want you to do this. And then they're like, all right, well, how about we just do like a basketball and a C? Just like, bam, I can slam that out, no problem. <laughs> yeah. Because they, they do it. They, they were the happiest people ever. And it was just because, no problem. But like, how can we make this work? Yes. And that is a will. Guys, because you took the oath, man. <laughs> you know? That's, you have yeah. the will to be like, all right, well, what can we do? Uh, so what? Now what? You know, that's yeah. another another ad. By the way, well. Jeff Jeff laced that cut too. I know he's gonna hear this later. Yeah. He killed it on that one. He made it work. They were super pumped. I gotta check that out. I don't even know uh did you take a picture of it? I don't know. Uh, I see that one. See, this is this is a this is one of the grow, growing pains. I don't know every single thing that goes on in the shop every single minute. So <laughs> Yeah. I gotta I gotta sit down and shut up and just know it's okay. But that's that's it, the, you know. I want to see the cut. I don't want to know who it was and all these things, but um, no, that's great. That's great. Cause that's it. That's like, well, how am I nice going to tell you? No way. <laughs> well, well that, and that's the thing. It's like, if I, I was, we were, we were already kind of hesitant, you know what I mean? Like from, right from the beginning, go just because the way Jeff was like, all right, cool. I'll be right back. And he came and talked to me. And I was like, yeah, let me finish this cut and then I'll be over. So like Jeff kind of like 
you know, ducked until I can't came out to take care of it, whatever. So you can instantly see in their face, like, oh, this isn't going to end. It's like, no, no, we're going to make this work. Like, let's, what can we do here? Right. And uh, it's cool to just change just with the way you present yourself with the positive attitude and the no problem approach. And just, you flip that all of a sudden they're confident again. Bam. All right. Never mind. I'm being taken care of. Yes. There it is. Never mind. I'm being taken care of. You know, that little thought that I had right there, which is why when we were smaller operation, I would always tell you guys, look, everybody knows that, you know, they're not going to be next, but just make sure that you say, Hey, I got this guy an appointment. Um, you know, so-and-so over here is going to take you next. That way they don't feel like they're getting skipped because that feeling of like, they're making a decision in their mind. Okay. I just got skipped. I'm not okay with that. Yeah. But like you just said, what, I forget how you just worded it. I already forgot, but okay. never mind. I'm being taken yeah. care of. That's what you said. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like to switch the approach. It's really, this is, this is really the nitty gritty of customer service period. So I don't care if you're a barber or you sell uh Sharks <laughs> to garages. You got to make sure people are happy. Yeah. You got to forgive me in the background. I'm going to be talking to my dog because she's going nuts. Hey, sit down. That's fine. I just had to yell at Storm. My dog, she's eating up one of Elliot's favorite stuffed animals right in front of me because I haven't taken her out since I've been home. Amanda took her out earlier, but she's like, come on, Dad, when are we going to play? She's like, oh, yeah? <laughs> you don't want to play? I'm going to start I'm gonna start eating stuff in front of you. Dude, that's my dog. Yeah. My dog killed two baby rabbits today, <laughs> and she wants to get outside, and she's just been sitting she's sitting by the door crying because she wants to go outside and kill dude, more she, rabbits. Yeah, man. She tasted blood. And I'm like, dude, it, it's so frustrating because she won't stop. I'm like, oh, I'll go downstairs. And <laughs> I was kind of like thinking maybe she'll just calm down or then my wife can deal with it because I told her I was going to be doing this cast. And uh she just came right downstairs to me. Like, she, like, got right between my legs super fast. Like, she just wants to be outside. She's been sitting by the door, the basement door, which doesn't even lead to the yard, just sniffing and whining the whole time. Yep. Now she's finally kind of calming down, hanging out with me. <laughs> crazy. Crazy. I I love dogs. I've always wanted a dog. But I'm going to wait a long time before I get another dog. <laughs> yeah. I don't have time for that, man. I don't have time. to. We've had to protect these baby bunnies for two weeks. And it's like, this is going to sound really, really awful. I know this. I know it's not going to sound good. So, but I'm still going to say it. I was telling my wife, I said, look, just next time you find bunnies, just let me know. I will gently pick them up out of their hole and put them in the woods next to our house. And the mom can go relocate and find something over there. Yeah. I'm gonna, like, I'm not going to splat them or I'm not going to throw them in the woods with a shovel. But, you know, they can't be here because our dog goes nuts. And then we can't even just let her out. And then call her back in. We have to like guard. We have to like just go have a chaperone. Her. Yeah, she's yeah. she has to have a chaperone. She has to have she has to have a, a team appointed chaperone like Pac Man Jones when he was on Dallas Cowboys. Yeah, <laughs> has to go around. Well, the, like her. She's a bunny ruckus. That's what, I wonder if bunnies only dig one hole, or if you could cover that one and they come out somewhere else. Yeah, no, they like dig this like thing, and it's really because I got so behind on my yard work that I left this massive patch of weeds next to my steps, and they, hey. they love that. It's like the sun's on it all day; it's nice and warm. Yeah, and way to like take ownership. The coverage, yeah, that's really my fault. Um, <laughs> you know, and now I'm laid up with this stupid injury, and I, and it's growing over again. It's like I can mow the lawn, but I can't do the trimming, so I'm, I I got to hire somebody probably to do the trimming. 
with the weed whacker around all the edges and stuff, man. I don't know. But hopefully this weekend I'll be good. We'll see. I'm going to try cutting tomorrow. I had to take over that cut today a little bit, so it was a yeah. little bit awkward and sore, but it wasn't terrible. Yeah, I guess we just need to make sure we're careful with it. I mean, who knows? Yeah, I'm just kind of... All, all I know is my client today, when you were telling one of the... Maybe like the 13th time you were telling the story today, oh, he was God. like, he was like, dude, that happened. He's like, once that happens, it can pop a lot. Oh, you know who it was? It was like Brian Sinconi. Oh, and yeah. And he was like, he's like, do it. He's like, I never happened to me. He's like, I just know once it happens, like you're prone to it often. And now that's all I'm thinking about. <laughs> like, Yeah. It's good. Well, like, boop. He's going to hear like a, oh, no. Yeah, he's just going to hear me go, ah! <laughs> <laughs> That's the noise I make. That's my, oh, my God, noise. I'm hurt. Uh, oh, sorry. I'll just call but, up Alicia's, Alicia's dad right away. Yeah. Hey, you got to come pick up your son-in-law. He did cute. another one. <laughs> <laughs> I could have sworn he told me I had blood all over my shoes, and then I was telling Alicia that. She's like, I'm pretty sure he didn't say that. I think you were tripping off the propofol they gave you. <laughs> and I'm like, I could have sworn when I came to, he was sitting there, and I'm like, hey, hey, what are you doing here? Because that second time, I was all the way down to Newport. Yeah, like, I'm you know? dreaming now. And I'm like, why is he here? It's like, yeah, you know, Alicia said uh, she couldn't leave the house because the kids were sleeping. I'm like, yeah, yeah, but I, didn't, I appreciate you coming here. But holy crap, man, <laughs> I need you to come down here. That's like an hour, 20-minute drive for him. I could have yeah. just got an Uber home. I live, you know, our our house down there is like five minutes from the hospital, not even. Um, but anyway, yeah, I, I, I could have sworn I woke up. He's like, oh, are you aware that you got blood on your shoes? And I was like, oh, really? From what? <laughs> he's like, I don't know. I'm like, oh, I don't know either. And then That's weird. I, dude. I went back to sleep and I'm like, I got in the morning. I'm like, there's no blood on my shoes. What the hell is he talking about? She's like, I'm pretty sure he didn't say that. I, I got to ask him. I keep forgetting to ask him. But yeah. Yeah, this stupid shoulder, man. You know, that's a good that's a good um, little knowledge drop I'll do right now is um, for barbers, get yourself some disability insurance, you know. My wife had been telling me to do it, and as usual, like a, like a normal man, I was like, I don't need that. I don't get hurt. <laughs> I mean, what's what does that run, though? I mean, what is I don't it? even know. I was on the phone this morning getting the, getting the quotes. Um, I, well, I gave him my information. He's shopping it out, my insurance guy. Ed Malloy, the man. I've been doing my car insurance through him since I was 16 and house insurance and business insurance and everything. Um, so, yeah, so he's going to hit me with some quotes hopefully in the next couple of days. And then Interesting. We can go because, I, I mean, I don't – I forget what Alicia said. She did it a while ago and <clears throat> because she has employees, so she needs to have it for everybody. Right. So I can't. It was it was short money. I remember I remember thinking, oh wow, that's actually not that much. I thought it'd be a lot more. So you basically tell them your age and like your your weight and height, and then um, what you want for coverage. So I didn't even put like what I make in a week. I just put like what I need for my family to survive. You know, right? Um, and then the shop will take care of itself if like if I was if I was out for a while. So yeah. Um, this was definitely a wake up call that I don't have all my money together. Like I thought I did. I have nice things, but that's about all. And I, <laughs> if I can't make money, um, continually to make money, I cannot survive for more than a couple of weeks. And that was really just me being honest. You're going to find that a lot with me, all my listeners. I'm just honest. I definitely thought I was pimping a little harder than that. <laughs> I definitely, yeah. definitely was like, 
oh yeah no it's good i make this much i got this i got that i'm putting this much aside for retirement yeah i'm doing good i'm doing good you can see my videos i talk about money and all that stuff and then like it really when it really came down and legitimately a weight came down on me like literally and realized man this is not this is not gonna be enough man like the the chair rents of the shop they cover the shop and a little bit of my home stuff but that puts my wife at a disadvantage to have to come up with the rest of it and i don't like that yeah. I'll take care of that woman. She's awesome. So yeah, I definitely got exposed just over this, and I'm ready to I'm ready to move on, and make the right moves here. So, um, what else, man? What else? I don't want to talk too much about future plans on here because I like to keep those under wraps until they're oh, real. Definitely. Yeah. But uh, I don't know. I'm excited. I'm excited for what barbering is. I'm excited for where the shop is. Um, you know, I think in three to four weeks we're gonna be. Um, getting super busy with the summer and everybody's off on vacations and getting fresh cuts for everything. It's parties all the time. Oh, yeah. Got the Portuguese picnic coming up not too far away. Wow, it's funny. This is going to be my... Well, I got I to gotta try to make it there this year. Every year I say I'm going. I know. I think every year I go, yeah, come with me. I go on Sundays and then something comes up. Well, they do one down in Newport, too. Or oh, I should yeah? say Portsmouth. Dude, they do a sick one in Portsmouth. Um, right next to my sister and Jamie's house. Really? Yeah, like legit. Um, I'll have to look that up because, I, I mean, I'd love to go check because there's a lot of Portuguese down there. You know you know who, who talks a lot about it? You know that dude, Jeff uh, Mulligan? He's got the the triplets or whatever, him and his wife. His parents, oh. his parents live uh, like a mile from my sister's house. And he was the one that was telling me about it. So uh, last year I went and checked it out. It's like literally the same weekend, I think, or the weekend after. I checked it out with uh, Jamie and stuff, and it's like legit. They do an Ill, a really sick one down there. But I got to see Milford's, obviously. I yeah, Mil- Milford's is great. The food's great. People are great. You know, just that. I, I never been on that Saturday night. That's a little more for the young buck. If you're super old school, I guess you can kind of hang, but. So I feel like my age just wouldn't be worth it. No, nah, I got to push uh, my kids around in a stroller. I can't push my kids through chaos like that. Yeah. Any stories, yeah, I'm no. like, eh. And like, if I'm, when I'm the OG and I'm in there playing cards, drinking red wine, cold-ass red wine, <laughs> in, the, in the room, and I'm just hanging, and I, that, that'd be fun. But when I'm I'm this age with little kids, and I'm not having it. Because if anybody steps on my kid, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to react instinctively. And it's just, I, yeah. I I'm probably making it up my head more than it needs to be, but. So I was going. <laughs> Sundays is chill. Sundays is like they got the dancers out and they got. It's um, like the food day, right? You know the music's kicking, but all the food, the lines are short. You know, you cook your own steak tips. You can do all the stuff. You can have the the tripe stew and the, the sandwiches, the kielbasa. What they call it, linguisa, linguisa sandwich. Linguisa, yeah, yeah, good stuff. Tripe is I mean, that intestine? That's the. Um, what is it actually? I think it's a small like it's like intestine or something. Somebody hit us up and tell us. I I, I want to say it's a stomach lining or the intestine yeah. lining, or it could be a fish, but that's just because it sounds like that. No, there, there's a type of tripe fish, but it's not fish. That's why I originally thought when I first had it at my boy Cheeto's house, his mom came through with some tripe, and it was like in, a, in like a red sauce, and it was not fish. <laughs> it was. It was like eating knuckles, man. It was so hard. It like it didn't. It just didn't. It didn't have time. That you got to like really like cartilage type of. Yeah, that's kind of what it's like. You got to really slow cook it. You got to really slow cook it. So it's like they make a beef stew out of it, basically, over there. But 
Yeah, so we got that coming up. So there's gonna be mad haircuts for that, you know. And so and so it's going, you know. Oh, it's like, busy, yeah. It's been interesting to see a lot of our clients, you know, a lot of our regulars have switched to other shops, which is so weird and like a weird feeling to watch. But at the same time, like, where's like on a Wednesday night, still have an hour and a half wait with eight barbers, you know? Yeah. So it's like gonna happen, man. The wait, it's like I stopped worrying about it because they might like this. You know, and they they can get a good haircut and stuff, but I don't know. What we do is, like, we just do it differently. And people, it's not like they want to leave. They don't want to. We just can't. We can't get to everybody. Yeah. Yeah, they can't. yeah, when they try to book, like, it's Tuesday, and they try to book for Friday, and it's gone. And they're like, all right, well, let me get next Wednesday, and that's gone. Yeah. Like, what are they? Gee, I can't. Uh, I can't hit on that. I don't have time for that. <laughs> you know how many I mean? times have you got, like, an Instagram message or a Facebook message or even a text saying, Hey, you on vacation this week? And next yeah, week? all the time. People will be like, <laughs> yeah, "Oh, like, how was your vacation?" I'm like, "I didn't go on vacation. What do you mean?" They're like, "Oh, you yeah. were." I thought you were over there. Yeah. Well, speaking of uh, cold red wine, I started decided to drink a glass of cold red wine tonight. I had some in the fridge forever, and uh, yeah, it, it wasn't open, so I opened the thing, opened it up, and on the cork was these weird little crystals. Whoa! Kind of freaked me. I'm like, what the hell is this, man? So I, <laughs> I of course I googled it. Well, first I asked my wife, like she would know. She doesn't <laughs> drink. She doesn't drink red wine. She doesn't know. She's like, yeah. I don't know. Google it. I'm like, oh yeah, you're right. So, uh, you know, I looked it up. I guess when you take red wine and you leave it in the fridge like that, like an unopened bottle, right. like something, some sort of chemical reaction happens over time. It's been in there for probably better part of a year. <laughs> wow. So. Some chemical reaction happens and creates tartrates, which create those crystals. It's kind of crazy. That's interesting. So, yeah. So this this podcast is officially run off the rails. Yeah. But <laughs> yeah, but no, it's um. It's yeah, but that's like half a barber life too. We'll be talking serious stuff, and then all of a sudden, our whole shop's talking about food for two hours. So yeah, <laughs> yeah. I don't think it's that does happen too, man. It's crazy. <laughs> it does. It's like 10 a.m. We're talking about the best burger you ever ate and where it is. I'm like, why are we talking about food right now, bro? I like just caught my stride with these haircuts and I can't, I'm not taking a break for a long time. Like, I don't want to talk about food right now. Yeah. Yeah, it's a beautiful thing, man. I'm very thankful. Very thankful for all you guys, all my barbers. And I'm thankful for this career because it really encompasses everything I ever wanted, you know, between creativity and being around people and being service oriented. You know, it's all there, man. Yeah, so, man. So I guess we'll sign off, man, unless you got anything you want to add in. Oh, uh, no, man. That's, uh, I mean, I could literally talk about this all day, but we got plenty of time. We'll we'll do another one. Yeah. I'm going to keep these going. Hopefully weekly. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm not saying hopefully. I mean, the only reason I won't be doing them is if I get severely injured like this, uh, like last week. Other than that, I, I mean, I love it. So, all right, cool, man. Well, yo. Thank you for checking it out. Like I said, jcutsfresh.com for any more info. Uh, you can follow uh, Nick. What, what, what's your um, what's your Instagram so people can hit you up? Uh, Nick Ski Five Way Barber. N I C S K I Five Zero Eight Barber. There you go. And uh, if you uh, don't mind rating the podcast, I want to get some ratings. Um, and if you think it sucks, and you can give it a one star. That's a rating, man. I want to know. I want to know. I want to know where we can improve and do better. Um, and I want to know if we're doing well. All right. So hit me up if you can. Like I always say, two questions. Hit me up at Jake Cuts Fresh, all 
one word, no spaces, at gmail.com. I love to connect with different barbers. I've been connecting with people all over the world through this, man. So cool. Appreciate it. So until next time, you know, keep going, keep cutting, keep pleasing people, keep making sure people are on point and leaving your chair super happy. Have a great day. Peace.